Hi, and welcome to episode five of the Truth Seekers podcast. If you've been listening each week, then you know that a truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. I'm so excited that you've joined me for our fifth episode of the podcast. I'm looking forward to the truth we will find in today's story. Are you ready? In last week's episode, we learned about Noah and the ark. We learned that God had sent a flood to cover the earth because the earth had become so corrupt with sin. But God saved Noah and his family because Noah walked with God and obeyed him. In today's episode, we are going to learn about a man named Abram. Abram was Noah's great, 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 great grandson. Phew, that's a lot of greats. Abram was a man just like Noah who walked with God and knew God. One day, the Lord appeared to Abram and said, Leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse, and all peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. Can you imagine the Lord appearing to you and asking you to leave your home, your friends, your school, and everything you've ever known and move to another country? Maybe some of you have had to move away from friends and family. And if you have, you know it's not easy to say goodbye. I might have questioned God if I were Abram, but do you know what Abram did? No questions asked. The Bible says that Abram left, just as the Lord had told him. He didn't question God. He didn't doubt God. He didn't even get angry at God. He obeyed. Abram was 75 years old when he left, and he took his wife Sarai with him and his nephew Lot and all the possessions they had accumulated. They packed their clothes and their shoes and their blankets and all their animals and goats and sheep and donkeys and dishes, everything they owned, and they set out for the land of Canaan. Once Abram arrived in Canaan, the Lord said to him, This land that you are standing on now is the land I will give to your future children. He said to Abram, Lift up your eyes from where you are. And look north and south, east and west. All the land that you see I will give to you and your offspring forever. Like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust of the earth, then your offspring could be counted. Go, walk through the land, for I am giving it to you. Wow, have you ever tried to count dust? That would be a very difficult job. Abram's descendants would be so many, so numerous, that they would be impossible to count. So, Abram, just like Noah, built an altar to the Lord and worshipped him for his promises and goodness to him. The name of the land the Lord was giving to Abram was Canaan. So, 
Abram and his wife Sarai settled in the land of Canaan. But there was one problem in Abram's mind, one big problem that I'm sure he couldn't help but think about. Abram and his wife Sarai had no children, and they were older, past the time of being able to have children. So when the Lord appeared to Abram again and said, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. Abram asked, O sovereign Lord, what can you give me? Since I remain childless, you have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Then God said an amazing thing to Abram that I'm sure was a shock. The Lord said, This servant will not be your heir, but a son coming from your own line will be your heir. And then God took Abram outside, and just in case Abram needed another reminder, the Lord said to him, Abram, look up at the heavens and count the stars, if you indeed can count them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. Did you hear what the Lord told Abram? He told Abram that he and Sarai would have children, and their children would have children, and their children would have children, and their children would have children, until Abram's family was so large that they would be as many as the stars in the sky. That is quite a promise. Do you remember when God made a promise to Noah? What was God's promise to Noah? That's right, that he would never again flood the earth. And do you remember that we learned that God never breaks his promises? This was such a great promise. How exciting that must have been for Abram to hear that God would make sure that he and Sarai would be parents. Do you remember the word for promise that we learned in last week's episode? That's right, covenant. Just like God made a covenant with Noah, God made a covenant with Abram. He said to Abram, To your descendants I give this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river Euphrates. Now here is a very important part of our story, maybe one of the most important parts of the story. After the Lord showed Abram the stars in the sky and told him that his descendants would be more numerous than the stars, the Bible says that Abram believed the Lord. He didn't doubt. He didn't question. He just believed. Do you know what this is called when someone believes in God and what he says? It is called faith. Abram had great faith that the Lord would keep his promise to him. God knew Abram's heart and God intended to have a man who would know and serve him with such devoted faith. Do you remember when we learned that after Adam and Eve sinned that God had a plan? God promised Adam and Eve that someone would come in the future who would take the punishment for sin that had entered the world. Do you remember who that someone would be? That's right. Jesus. Well, Abram was to be a part of God's plan. It would be through Abram's descendants one day in the far-off future that Jesus would be born. Now you see why it was so important that Abram believed God was going to use Abram and his descendants to be the nation that would help bring salvation to the world. 
God promised Abram three things. Number one, land. The land of Canaan where he and his future descendants would live was promised to Abram. Number two, that his descendants would become a great and mighty nation. And number three, that through his descendants, Jesus would come. These three things God promised to Abram. So many wonderful promises. How exciting for Abram. And I'm sure he was ready for God's promises to happen soon. I wonder if he ran back to Sarai shouting, Sarai, Sarai, we're going to have a baby. Have you ever been promised something and you wanted it to happen right then? You wanted it so badly that you just couldn't wait? Have you ever had to wait for something you really, really wanted and it felt like forever? Abram and Sarai probably began getting ready for their first child to be born, preparing and planning. But soon the months went by and no baby. Months turned into years, and years began to go by, one after the other, year after year after year, and still no baby. But God had promised, hadn't he? And God always keeps his promises, doesn't he? One year, two years, three years, four years, five years, six years, seven years, eight years, nine years, ten years went by and still no baby. More years went by and I'm sure Abram and Sarah began to wonder if God had forgotten them. Do you know how many years went by until the Lord appeared to them again? Almost 25 years went by that Abram and Sarai waited. The Bible says when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. I will confirm my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. After all those years, after all that time of waiting, God appeared to Abram and said, I am going to make my promise happen just as I said. And to prove that God would fulfill his promise, do you know what he did? He changed Abram's name. He gave Abram a new name. Do you know what Abram's new name was? Abraham. Abraham means father of many nations. Every time Abraham heard his name, he would be reminded of God's promise to him. God said, I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you for the generations to come to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. The whole land of Canaan where you are I will give as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you. I will be their God. Not only did God change Abraham's name, he also changed Sarai's name to Sarah. Sarah means princess. For the Lord said, I will bless her and give a son to her, and she will be the mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. Abraham and Sarah's new names would remind them of God's everlasting covenant. Everlasting means forever. His covenant with Abraham would last forever and could not be broken. 
God also told Abraham and Sarah what the name of their son would be. Do you know what they were to name him? If you said Isaac, you are correct. God told Abraham that he would name the promised child Isaac. So, God would fulfill his promise after all. Even though they hadn't been perfect in waiting, it's hard sometimes to wait for something so long. Abraham was almost 100 years old. Both Abraham and Sarah were old in age. So old that when Sarah overheard the Lord tell Abraham that she would have a son within a year, the Bible says that Sarah laughed. But God said, Why did Sarah laugh? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? This, my friends, is what we need to remember. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. Have you ever waited on God for an answer to prayer, but it seemed as though he didn't hear you or didn't answer you? Sometimes it might feel like he's taking a long time. But the truth that we find in this story is that God's timing is always perfect and there is nothing too hard for him. The truth is that God is not slow in keeping his promises. And sometimes we can't see all the different ways that God is working on our behalf. That is why we have to have faith, just like Abraham. God always hears our prayers. He sees our needs and our desires. He knows our hearts. The Bible says in Romans 8:28 that God works all things together for good to them that love him and are called according to his purpose. Would you like to memorize that with me this week? God works all things together for good to them that love him and are called according to his purpose. Romans 8:28. If you'd like to read this week's story in your Bible, you can find it in Genesis chapters 12 through 16. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode as we continue the story of Abraham, Sarah, and Isaac. If you have questions about the Bible or you just want to send a comment, you can send an email to truthseekersbiblestories at gmail.com. Your question might be featured on one of our next podcast episodes. But let me pray for you before we go. Dear Father, thank you that your promises are true and that you are faithful to keep your promises. Build our faith as we trust in you. Help us in the waiting to not give up, but continue to believe that nothing is too hard for you and that you are good and that you always work for our good, even when we don't see it. Help us to believe, just like Abraham, that your word is true and help us to hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against you. Amen. Thank you for joining me this week, and I look forward to another Bible story with you next week.